Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Y'all a brew heads? Yeah, we brew heads. So pour a glass of craft beer. We can do this. Yeah. What's good, y'all? This is C, Stoutify Brewhead. I am Tiffany, liquid enthusiast. And welcome to episode 11 of Beer and Other Shit Podcast Link Up Series. This is the final episode of Series 2 of Link Up. Obviously, this is an ongoing series where we're going to be continuing just to chat with all the different breweries who are so cool enough to uh, participate in the Link Up initiative. And it's been another fantastic series. It has just a fantastic, again. flawless uh, series across the board. Not talking about the podcast, because that's like... No, the podcast has been the great. The podcast has also been great, but it's actually hilarious to be like, my product that I put out here is flawless. <laughs> I was really talking about the beers have been flawless. They're the all freaking amazing. I can't wait to try our last one, yes. maybe last one, Oh, ooh, in the series. And we then, uh, but all the pods have been like incredible, just great conversation. Yeah. And I love this one in particular because we're um, speaking into a specific um, segment that we haven't really addressed in as part of um, Link Up. Not directly. Not yeah, directly. Yeah. Not really been able to have that conversation. And also uh, someone that we used to get to hang out with in person in a beautiful, a beautiful brewery just a, a yeah. few few minutes away, not few right? minutes, like 20 minutes, that's not 20, fun. 25 minutes. So we'll, like, be, we'll be back in action we'll be back. soon enough. Great now. patio. Wasn't there a great patio happening? Yeah, we went and it rained that day, and so it rained. we have to yeah. come hang out on the, the patio. patio was the awesome. pizzas? Woo. Ooh, yeah. We talked oh, about yeah. that. Good yeah. times. Remember that shit? Yeah. That was fun as hell. <laughs> um, we're going to bring in um, a gentleman who has been on the podcast. This is second, no, third time Ooh, uh, back. Welcome, Drew from Kanawaki Brewery <laughs> in the building. <laughs> How you doing, brother? <laughs> Good to see your I face. I love the, the, the cheesy, uh, the cheesy like applause thing. <laughs> you mean our live studio audience? Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what that is. Thank you. That's like at least 40, 50 people so it's in the funny. audience hanging out. I have an alternative uh, version. This one's called the posh applause. <laughs> you know what I mean? Honestly, say. that's like actually the Oscar. That sounds yeah. like the Oscar yeah. applause. <laughs> so I, I go with the one that's built into the program. <laughs> but you know, yeah, we here. That sounds like uh, definitely like pre Ricky Gervais, uh, you know, sort of award yeah. show. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Before he just like shits <laughs> on everybody. And, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, that dude. I love it, man. Look, first of all, welcome back. Your third time here. Um, yeah. You are the sixth brewery with Link Up. Really appreciate you. This is uh, super cool. And you've done something really different. This is like Tiff said, this is a, a combo we've been looking forward to because there's a whole different nuance that we haven't touched on with what you do. So if everyone wants to go and check out, I actually should have looked them up, but there was one time in person, we did it back in 2018 with Scott uh, for the first pod. And uh, then we did it again last year with Noah and Matt and had a nice little extravaganza uh, on the virtual pod. Um, Tiff is going to double check the episode numbers now. So if you want to hear the episode 86 and uh, quarantine edition, episode 61. Whoa, this fucking guy. (laughs) Just take my job. Wow. (laughs) She just quit. Get out of here. Drew, you're in. Let's go, bro. You're good. I heard you guys were hiring, so I mean, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's very true, and I feel like you've already auditioned yeah, three times. Totally. So I love that. I love that. We'll talk after the episode <laughs> if you're available. Um, no, so go definitely go check those out because it's a really interesting story. So this evening we're going to be uh, hearing a bit more about uh, what you do, and also cracking this bad boy. The tell us about the beer, bro, because this is uh, fascinating. This I just want to position. This is the first beer out of all of the Link Up beers that we have had that was not some form of uh, pale ale ipa or double ipa 
And um, uh, St. Kim's. They did a black IPA. Oh, it was a black so IPA. IPA. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So yeah. that was the oh, yeah. one that was on the yellow IPA. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but this is the first, literally, out of the 12 beers um, that isn't. So please tell us about that whilst we pour it up and uh, take the photos. Yeah. Um, well, that's it. Uh, at uh, at Ganawage Brewing, uh, we tend to dabble in the, the hazy IPAs as well, but we also do quite a bit of lagers. Um, so we saw from like the first series that a lot of people were coming out with just IPAs, double IPAs. We want to do something a little bit different. And one of the release dates was February 14th. So like, let's do something a little bit Valentine's Day and oh, let's do something a little bit, uh, different than kind of what everybody else was doing and hoping that in the second series, everybody's going to do more of the same. <laughs> yeah. Um, so like ours would really be standing out, but it's definitely a different conversation to have when we're talking about link up. And so we wanted something to be kind of, uh, you know, out there and different. Um, it's something I've been talking about for probably a good year. I wanted to do some fruited, um, uh, some fruited lagers. So I just felt like, um, you know, let's do something completely different for a different conversation that we don't normally have, uh, yeah. you know, together. So, I think this was uh, kind of a perfect opportunity to do something like this. I love that. Do something different. Yeah. Cause it is a, yeah, I love that. Do something different yeah. for a different conversation. I didn't know. I, and look, just to point out to people, I, I imagine we've said this on here before, but we don't have any input um, or interference in the label or the beer itself. And typically sometimes we ask you beforehand what you're doing just out of curiosity, but mm -hmm. more often than not, I think we don't even, we don't, sometimes I don't find out until, the beer drops, which is, right. I think it's so fun for us. Cause I, obviously you and I have worked, well, we've got a bunch of collabs coming, which we can talk about now if we want to, because it's, uh, <laughs> it's a little out of scope, but by the time this drops, the other stuff will be out. So like, okay. you know, when you and I work together on multiple collabs, we have coming, um, you know, we're figuring out every intricate detail from, you know, for, for the, the um, maybe not grain bill, I kind of leave that to you, but all the other fun stuff, the adjuncts and the hops and all that type of thing is what we, we do together whereas this one you just you know you guys came up with it and i didn't even know that it was for valentine's day theme which is uh money oh gorgeous look at that tiff's just yeah. getting the money shots here that beautiful beer um, i mean we we, yeah. we didn't really uh we didn't really mention that in anywhere um either because we didn't want that to be the focal point of of the beer of course um but uh yeah no i love it bro um why did you choose pomegranate was it mostly for the, the color or mm. Yeah, I, I guess uh, partially for the color, but um, also, I don't know, pomegranate pilsner just rolls so much better off the tongue. Alliteration, huh? <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I don't know, I was just kind of kicking around at the uh, the list of fruits that were available at our various suppliers, and um, I don't know, pomegranate just uh, hit me a little bit uh, nicer. I think we really want to go in the, in the red... Uh, Something in the red world. In the red realm, so... Oh, it's perfect. Oh, let me choose. First. Well, first of all, I overpoured for the That's photo. okay. Cheers, guys. Oh, Cheers. I overpoured to the old ice man pour. Get it in you. Nice. Awesome. So the base is a um, like a like a one of your standard standard in the base. Yep. Yes, yeah, standard German pilsner. Um, it's kind of played off of our um, blind ladies pilsner, which mm -hmm. is our German pilsner that we typically do uh, from time to time. And uh, just added um, uh, pomegranate to it, um, and um, yeah, just straightforward. Do its thing. Yeah. Uh, cool. Question: 
How the heck does pomegranate happen in, in this? Like, in, is in that a puree? puree? That's a puree, right? Uh, this would be a juice concentrate because actually, like, it's not really a pulpy. That's what I was um, thinking. Root. I was like, literally, yeah. you bite a pomegranate, you get nothing. The reward on it is so incredibly yeah. low when you bite into it. Okay, so <laughs> that so makes delicious. sense. Yeah, yeah. They're delicious, it's, but they make you work. They're so, there's so much work. <laughs> that yeah, work. Okay. yeah it's, it's a juice concentrate um, that we used. Um, and I didn't want it to be a pomegranate juice. So mm-hmm. uh, all it does is kind of lend a little bit of a tartness to it, a little bit of slight fruitiness, but. It's generally just kind of your your standard crispy, um, mm. with a nice color. Yeah, I, I'm definitely getting that exactly. I'm like I'm just taking a few single word notes here, but the like the cereal vibes of a pill is not really stand strong through it. I'm yep. noticing. Am I getting a bit of? Is it astringent? Is that accurate or not really? Quite um, the word? I'm not really sure I would get uh, quite the word, but um, I can see what you mean. There's there's a slight sort of like uh, bitterness, but like almost pithiness from, yeah. I, would, I would suspect probably the, the fruit itself. Yeah, um, I imagine. But yeah. Almost pithy. Yeah, pithy. That's that's definitely um, what I would say as well then. Um, and it's like the sweetness is nicely there, but it's not yeah. over the top, which I guess yeah. is probably part of writing that like, you know, fine line for, for a style like this, for a fruited pills type of thing um yeah and it's, well, it's uh, also like uh yeah yeah i mean uh the the whole the whole point of this you know like when we put it on uh, the socials this week at the launch uh we wanted it to be really approachable we wanted mm-hmm. to make sure that it was going to reach as many hands as possible because it's a it's a good uh you know it's it's really the organization and the the cause and the message behind it not so much the beer in my opinion anyways yeah. Um, so it was, you know, something approachable. So especially it being, uh, pink and maybe a little bit, uh, fruity, um, we would definitely get it in, um, not to generalize, but we get it in a lot more females hands and then it being just an approachable beer in general, um, it would get into many more hands than if we did a face ripping double IPA, triple dry hopped or something like that. So, <laughs> right. which would appeal to a lot of bearded dudes. Most likely, I guess, you know, right. so, uh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and okay. my wife too, you know, there you go. Yeah. About that life. yeah, she knows, yeah. she knows, um, <laughs> face ripping double IPAs, but, uh, uh, yeah. So we wanted it definitely to be refreshing, um, you know, dry. You definitely want, uh, somebody to revisit this beer again and again. Um, but yeah. And, and, you know, like on the back of the can, we did outline the whole mission statement, which I love. Yeah, so, I love that you did that. Because we uh, realized, actually, so thank you for doing that, that we were like, oh, like, that's probably something that we need to either add a QR code or mm-hmm. ask people to put the thing on the can because sometimes we realize, like, oh, maybe it just says link up, but people are like, what the F does that I think this is the first like, time. There's no follow-up to it. Mm. Um, like, some people have put, like, one line or two lines, which but is also good. No one's ever put the like, website yeah. or the, uh, the social yeah. handles before. Which is yeah. so cool. Yeah, and I love that because it's like, yeah, we do want people to learn more about the mission. Um, and you can't. I mean, always... it's a hell. It's a hell of a lot of text to fit on there, and it's pretty small. But hopefully, yeah, you did it. Somebody didn't have too many of these beers. <laughs> still able to read, but as uh, long as it's like the first or second, but, then beer you're yeah, twenty five point five. You know, it's just, she's light. Um, and I yeah. like as well. It's good because we had a happen to have it at uh, bilingual since uh, we're based here in Quebec. So yeah, yeah, I love it, man. Um, that is super cool. Um, so I wanted to to start off with um. No, you're all right, mate. Uh, you know, I guess we never talked about this early on, but, um, 
you specifically in Kanawaki had a, a large impact on the direction we took for uh, Link Up in the beginning. I reached out to you a little, little under a year ago, probably, because we were deciding who we wanted to serve with this program. And we weren't sure where, you know, do we just stick with black folks being that that's the majority of the team at the time, we had more people involved at the time, or do we want to open it up? Like, how did we want to go about it? And one of the ideas that was thrown around was black and indigenous. So we're like, oh, well, let me talk to Drew because I imagine it's something we want to double check on. So you were kind enough. I didn't think I even told you the name of it um, back then. I I don't think so. No. No. and I think when you reached out, you were like, yo, what's all this about? I'm like, yo, it's the thing I was telling you. Like, um, yeah. You're like, ah, oh, okay. So my bad on that. Like, we might not have even had the name at the time. I was thinking we might not have had the name. Which could have been that. Yeah. So it could have been that. But either way, you were kind enough to put us in touch with one of your former employees who is an indigenous woman uh, from a very strong lineage. And she took some time and she chatted with Jacob and myself about, you know, whether it's appropriate to associate, uh, to no, not associate, to try and um, assist and include indigenous people in an in, uh, initiative that is trying to bring people into working in the craft beer industry, being that traditionally indigenous people have had a, uh, you know, it, what's the word, I don't know, rocky or interesting relationship? Oh, yeah. With alcohol? Yeah, weathered past. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. And, uh, you know, as most people would be aware, and that was kind of our consideration as well. And we're like, okay. And, and she sort of talked to us about it, and it got to the point where she was wanted us to talk to her dad, who was an elder at a um, for a tribe base in Trois-Rivières out there. And they, there's like a college out there where she thought it could be good for us to tap into the, the college kids. They're just an indigenous college, so we can give people an opportunity. Hey, you're out of college. So here's what here's another alternative, a career alternative that you may not have considered. So we didn't take it that far because we thought this could get, we didn't want to offend anybody or make any missteps with something like this that we take Mm -hmm. so serious. So what we decided to do was buy POC because that includes everybody that Mm -hmm. essentially isn't Anglo-Saxon, again, or Caucasian. So Mm -hmm. um, that was, uh, you know, and being that you are the, I'll get you to talk about that as well, but you know, you're the first, are you the first in Canada, right? On the First Nations Reserve Preservation. Yeah. 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 Which is dope. So obviously it was perfect for you guys. I, you know, we wanted you guys to be involved from the beginning. It, it made complete sense. Um, but that guidance was very, very helpful. So I'd love to just hear, you know, when you sort of understood what it was after that, that first time, like, you know, what, what made sense for you guys to get involved in something like this? Uh, yeah, actually, uh, well, I do remember our, our first conversation. I don't think you did have a name for that at the time, but I think it was like a lot of developing um, steps you guys were doing. Yeah. And, um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, and then, um, I think I was like a little bit surprised that we kind of weren't, um, invited, I guess, <laughs> to the first one. Um, but, uh, uh, yeah, I remember just reaching out and, and actually I didn't even know that it was, uh, that it was you at first when I had sent that message through, um, I think it was Instagram, Instagram. and, uh, and you're like, yeah, um, and I didn't like present myself either. I just said like, hey, we'd like to be a part of this. And you're like, hey, my name's Craig, and uh, on behalf of Link Up, we would love to have you. I'm like, hey, my I, name's Craig. Is that how you replied? You're because so I didn't, formal. Well, I don't know. Because I didn't think. <laughs> oh, you it know, was Drew. I didn't know if you yeah. ran it. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I think I actually reached. I think no, I did. Hello, I just, Andrew. That's why you're interested <laughs> in the Link Up program. <laughs> Imagine. You'd be like, shut up. 
Well, yeah. Joe and I have known each other for years, long before you were even uh, when you were a president of the Homebrewers Club out here. So it was yeah. looking, uh, we, yeah. we go back. But I think I did reach out, but I don't know if I got to you or whatever before, in the first one. And I said, oh, okay. hi, my name, because yeah. I didn't know if you did it, but I should have just hit you personally. I think that was where I went wrong. I should have just like, gone, hey, bro, this is what's up. But either way, I'm glad it worked out for the second one. You know, yeah, when, when well, I, I think, I think uh, you know, it's, it's good that like the, the first version, uh, and you guys had some, some bangers on, on that one. So, uh, you know, to get that hype going and all that stuff. And, and so it was just uh, nice to be part of the, the second series and keep that, that torch going. Yes, hopefully, sir. hopefully we kept all that. Like everybody stepped up to the plate for sure. Hundred percent. Or for series two. So. Oh, it was amazing. Oh my gosh! Um, yeah, incredible. Yeah. There's too many good breweries. Yeah, it's just so time. good. It's just yeah. everything's yeah. just like so good. Just so happy. Um, yeah. Well, that's it. And everybody kind of learned something from the first series, and I, I think you know we had that um, sort of roundtable discussion with everybody uh, what, last week or the the week before, and mm-hmm. there's still a lot of stuff. So I think everybody is kind of figuring out and learning and stuff like that. So. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just cool. Like how other, other breweries are, are taking that too and, and how they're applying it in their own, their own space, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. so no, I was just thinking about this cause as Craig's mentioning, you are the, or a C certified brewhead was mentioning, you are the, um, first, um, what's the official, is that indigenous owned brewery in Canada? Is uh, that so yes, to- we're, we're the first, uh, majority indigenous owned um brewery on a first nations territory um so uh in 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 the country mm-hmm. uh there there are some ad- indigenous people involved in other breweries but they may not be on a territory um and then there are some that i guess uh north of of uh canada and in the territories that are not uh majority owned mm-hmm. so um so yeah it's it's nice that we're we're kind of the first. There's now a second one apparently in, in Quebec. Um, so we're yeah. interested to reach out to them and see what they're up to. And Yeah, like it, make, make yeah. more connections in that area yeah. too. Yeah. So yeah, when you're thinking about LinkUp because you reached out cold technically even though it was like your friend behind the thing. <laughs> yeah, like what about it? Were we got you, that what, what about LinkUp? Were you like, oh, like we need, we should be a part of this. Like we need to be in on this. Well, I mean, we're we're sort of letter I in in BIPOC, right? Yeah. So, um, so it just kind of a a, a natural um, kind of association, or I don't know, lack of a better term, association of of that, um, you know. And and I guess part of us, you know, we have a message also to to put out there, um, which is kind of in line with you guys, you know, like uh, we always want to make sure that we have a, a a nice diversity in in our tap room. But hiring local is is definitely a key focus for us, um, and uh, you know that's kind of our message as well to to everybody that we want to keep that going and and get people, especially like supporting local. I think everybody wants to. I mean, even if I guess we're in, you know, name a name a city, name a town, we're always going to be looking for somebody, um, you know, to to hire locally. But yeah. for us, it's it's extra special to to do that because it's 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 where we are. It's who are it's who we are. You know. Mm. Yeah, you're like the perfect situation or what we're looking for in terms of you know reflecting what's around you. 
which is mm-hmm. something that we we're talking about in mm. terms of like when you look at like the tap rooms or people who are working within a brewery it's like it doesn't it looks like one singular human even though there's like an entire world around that person or entire city around that person that looks a completely different way and yeah. even with you emphasizing like oh we love hiring locally what that means is that you by nature are just going to be diverse because you're making sure to feed the community in that way so like giving back yeah um it's like the antithesis right. of Amazon, where they like build places in uh, cities and then don't hire yeah. no. anyone from New York, for example, or whatever they do. Like they they go someplace and don't hire. But yeah, that's what we want. We want people to think about like, oh, this doesn't look like what's around here. So how do I fix that? You know, what are the ways I can go about fixing that? So yeah, exactly. And and uh, I mean, one of our key things from from the first day we, me and my business partners discussed what we're going to do for this this business, like. Uh, you know, we did not want to culturally, culturally appropriate, um, uh, like I'll speak on behalf of that uh, cause I'm not indigenous by any means, but, mm-hmm. uh, uh, we didn't want to culturally appropriate our own, you know, our own people use indigenous, uh, or first nations, uh, imagery or anything like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's not, um, that's, that's definitely not the, it's what a lot of people from let's say outside uh, expect of us because they all want to see feathers and stuff like that on, but uh, it's definitely not what we, what we're about. Um, And it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, I don't know, bad mojo to kind of like make a dollar off, off cultural stuff, you know? So um, not saying whoever's doing it is, is wrong. I mean, if that's what it is and who they are and what they believe, then that's totally fine. But, we don't think it's 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 right to do that. So you know, um, yeah, poor taste. That's our stance on it. Yeah, poor taste. Um, but yeah. what's great, actually, even when you think about that too, and I'm thinking about like the Redskins, for example, or like the people who have gone in like the full opposite direction. And what's mm. good about it is because you have ownership at the highest level, you're able to make these decisions and understand that like this is not the right approach that we would want to take here. Like we right. want to make sure that we're making this inclusive. It doesn't feel comical or stereotypical or any of these things, right? It's just about like good product, good people, good business type deal, yeah. right? So yeah. I think that's a benefit also. Good point. Because I don't know, the Redskins probably owned by a bunch of white guys, for example, and they're all like, "Yeah, you know what's great? Washington, Feathers. Yeah, yeah. 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 people love that. The headdress God's got to be on it, you know? Like that's the yeah, difference. Yeah. So uh, I think yeah. that's a benefit for you guys too, because you probably would have been in trouble. <laughs> if you uh, yeah, yeah. just tried to roll with that anyway so yeah exactly yeah um yeah it's just definitely not the um, definitely not the direction that we would go into and and or want to go into mm-hmm. um you know it's very important for us to to have a tie to uh where we are you know like uh, for instance our imagery is the is the black bridge which um mm-hmm. which is the train bridge that runs parallel to the mercier bridge but that's because uh iron working and that was the first job that iron workers or <clears throat> local iron workers had worked on so that was kind of a very important tie to our community um but um to use you know and i'm sure you had this ex- discussion with with um with uh, pepper back in the day uh, craig but um you know like even using uh the language for instance uh just has you know some sort of like uh sacred attachment to mm. Uh, the people and to the land. Um, so, you know, like even, you know, you don't want to throw 
uh, words on there. And that's gonna, that might piss some people off because those are, those might be sacred words. I mean, there's certain ingredients that we don't even use because those are, those are sacred ingredients, you know, like you'll never find sage and, and cedar in any of our beers because those are sacred, hmm. uh, sacred ingredients for them, you know? So but that's the importance of what comes cool. back to what you were saying about the ownership yeah. and that high level where you know that going into it, as opposed to making the mistakes and sort of embarrassing yourself. So yeah. I guess, you know, proving the point of the importance of having a diverse ownership uh, body so that you don't have to learn easy lessons the hard way. Yeah. yeah. Essentially. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's asking the questions to the people that you trust to, like I reach out to the young lady that you, you spoke to early on in, in the link up uh, development phases. And I, I mean, I, I keep in touch with her, uh, uh, fairly often if I'm not too sure which direction we're going to go in or like uh, there's something that we may want to do or try or um, and on, if if I feel like it's kind of, uh, you know, inappropriate or if there's a question, if there's any sort of doubt, like I'll, I'll always question. Um, I have a couple of key people that I, I talk to and to oh. see if that's if that's like a good idea or not. And Sometimes it is and sometimes it's not, you know, it all depends on how it means, you know. Mm. I love that. Yeah. The mm. talking about the diversity of your team that you you were talking about earlier, being, you yeah. know, where you're based, what's what's the uh, I guess what's the interest or how has the interest been in the community itself and what did you end up with? Are people coming from outside? Are you getting a lot of like folks from the res itself applying mm -hmm. for jobs? Like what's that diversity makeup of even if it's like the applicants themselves, like maybe not even the ones yeah. who you hire in the end, but what, what does that look like for you guys? Um, so I, <laughs> I think everybody right now is kind of going through a, uh, um, they would just hire anybody at this point. It's <laughs> a lack of applicants uh, in, in general, but yeah. Uh, yeah. let's say always uh, pre COVID. And, and I guess we've been kind of fortunate uh, that we haven't really had an issue of um, like a lack of hands um, right now. Knock on wood. Um, but um, yeah, I would say, you know, um, a lot of the times it's more referral from within. So we'll have an employee that has a friend who's looking for a job or some friends that may be looking for a job. So um, it's usually most of the time comes in from there. Um, of course, there, there's some like kind of trickier key uh, positions, like for instance, a brewer, um, which is that's a little bit harder to find because you're looking for somebody really with experience um, and, uh, and you know, perhaps, perhaps even schooling in that uh, or, you know, something along those lines. And I mean, in terms of if you're looking for somebody coming out of school on that, that's kind of a recent thing because there hasn't been too many brewing positions, uh, brewing mm -hmm. like programs, let's say, but you definitely think looking for somebody with experience and that in itself is kind of a difficult, uh, difficult thing already yeah. um so for instance those kind of like spot those kind of positions um are are a little bit uh i would say probably get more interest from the outside uh but in terms of all the front uh front end stuff you know uh waiters waitresses people in in the kitchen as well um i, I think we have a good we have a good mix i would definitely say it's it's maybe a little bit more than 50 percent uh from our own from our own community, from our own awesome. backyard. So that's, um, that's nice, you know, and we wanted to keep that going. Um, yeah, we want to definitely 
we'll always want to keep that going. Of course. <laughs> 50% is kind of incredible. Amazing. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. we all know what, what what breweries are like, and if you've yeah. got a if you've got single digit percent, that's usually impressive. <laughs> yeah. Um, so fifty percent from the local community, um, where you guys and you if you listen to the other podcast we've done, where you talked about you literally wrote the laws or helped write the laws for alcohol and beer production uh, on the res, which yeah. is just still phenomenal to me. But that's really really cool, man. Um, was there an element of education? For the community required as far as maybe people wouldn't have been familiar just with this whole brewery thing and like you know beer is just budweiser that you see in in what a gas station or whatever but like yeah now you've done this local thing like was it did people sort of be like what is this when they were applying or like how was what did that look like um i i definitely think there was an educational element that we had to um sort of develop over time without sort of without really knowing it or putting any sort of curriculum together. Um, because when we started, um, we kind of went through, and even to this day, I'm pretty sure we still deal with this, is a little bit of an um, identity crisis where mm -hmm. people are not really sure, are you guys a restaurant? Uh, no, we're a brewery. Uh, okay, so you're a bar. Well, not exactly. Um, so it's like, if you don't fit in the bar category, you don't fit in the restaurant category, well, what the hell are you, you know? Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's kind of the, the issue, I guess, that we had early on and, and maybe we still continue today to have that. I don't, I'm not super, um, present on the floor. So like to talk with customers as much, uh, anymore. Mm -hmm. So I don't really know, um, if we still get those kind of questions, you know, but, uh, um, that, that was definitely kind of like the educational factor of it. Um, then from the people from, let's say, the outside of the territory coming in, there's still a lot of people who don't even um, think that we brew our own beer. Like they'll, mm. they'll think that somebody's doing it for us, you know. Right. Okay. Um, why would they so, think that? Yeah, why would they think that? Well, I mean. they called Brewing Pro is in the title? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I, I mean, like uh, – I guess kind of like you look around at the environment uh, that we're in, you know, there's a lot of uh, smoke shacks and, and, you know, places to buy cigarettes, cheap cigarettes, cheap gas yeah. and liquidation TVs, you know, like uh, it's not really known for, I mean, it's getting there, but it's not really known for fine dining or a brewery experience. You know, mm. um, I think with the, the casinos that have, or, or uh, sorry, gaming halls, if you want to call them that, um, with, with those like the poker playground and so and like uh, magic palace for instance <laughs> she has a story uh, Finds, uh, poker playground sorry i haven't heard that in a while and yeah yeah but we'll talk uh, about like, that offline but uh, yeah. yeah yeah no but just places like this bring in a lot of people from uh from the outside of the territory and it kind of en enlightens people like oh crap there's like other things than just that you know um just than than you know buying cheap cigarettes and, or and getting cheap gas um, so I think, you know, like, uh, thankfully to, to these kind of places for bringing, um, you know, shedding a little bit of light on, on our community. But, um, uh, you know, I, I think it was very, uh, important for us to start brewing some quality shit or else people ain't going to show up, you know? Right. Um, yeah. and, uh, yeah. So, I mean, um, uh, I think, you know, us being pretty active on social media, I'd like to think, um, I have to ask high seasons how we're doing, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> but 
Um, you know, like us being active on social media and, and you know, um, us, you know, trying to do some quality stuff. Uh, I think we're doing a pretty good job and, and getting a little bit of, uh, you know, notoriety for what we're known for, for our beers and stuff like that. Uh, it's definitely bringing tourism and, and uh, to our, to Ganawage. Mm. And, uh, you know, the tourism board knows that too. Like, um, um, you know, we're, we're, we're getting pretty close with the tourism board and the tourism board is getting pretty interested because they see that it, you know, like we're, we're driving in a certain, a certain clientele. So, um, that, it's nice, you know, it's, it's nice to, to get, hopefully we're, we're getting close to getting some more people interested and, and aware, you know, like the more yeah. people that come and visit, the more people become aware of, uh, who these people are. Um, and it's uh, not just all about cheap cigarettes and gas, you know. Yeah, definitely. Other things that you guys have been involved with, I've I've seen, you know, obviously followed the journey closely over the years. We're talking a lot, but I see, you know, you guys are, are have done a bunch of, you know, always involved in the community. Obviously, it's a very community based area. It's sort of like part of the the deal. But you know, you guys seem to have gone over and above. Do you want to just touch on some of the? Like whether it's the community or something like the like link up is into your first rodeo of, of you know giving back yeah. I guess is what I mean. Um, right. I'd love to hear about some of the other stuff that you've done that's, that's that uh, has worked well for you guys. Uh, one organization that we we um, deal with quite a bit is the um, is the food basket, which is kind of like your local food bank. Dope. Um, they take care of a, a lot of families that who are in need. Um, so we we tend to work with them quite often. Nice. Um, you know, uh, we just worked with a, uh, well, I mean, this is right before COVID. Um, there was a, a local school called Indian Way uh, School. And uh, there was more and more people enrolling to this, uh, more and more children, sorry, enrolling to this school. And, um, and so they had a lack of a school bus. So it was like based on the, you know, they did a fundraiser and the community really banded together to get this school a, a school bus so what we did for uh we signed on for oh signed on it's not like a contract contractual <laughs> thing but we said you know for the whole month of november we're going to give a dollar for every pint sold towards the school bus we had donation uh bins on the the bar and you know as people are you know dropping money in also buying pints we're giving a dollar back well then we ran it for a second month in december which was uh you know, we had a lot of Christmas parties and all that stuff coming in. So that raised even more money mm -hmm. for them. Yeah. And then uh, we also did a uh, hip hop concert in, um, was it a hip hop concert? I think it was, no, I think it was just a show in general. There, there was hip hop involved, but there, I think there was also some, some, uh, I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> Um, I think but, the kids uh, were doing the hip hop, perhaps. I'm not the, sure. The hip, the, the hippity, the hippity hop. I think it was. That's what yeah, they called it. Um, but yeah, um, uh, clearly I didn't attend. But, uh, uh, you know, like so we sold tickets and and all the money, 100% of the tickets, uh, you know, went to the um, went to the the school bus and also uh, any all once again all the pints sold. Uh, that month went to them. Nice. In the end, they got awesome. a goddamn school bus. Is what I was trying to get to. <laughs> Sick. Um, awesome. Uh, you know, we we also did celebrating sisters last year, which was for the uh, murdered and missing Indigenous women. 
Um, Huge cause the, and problem. So yes, yeah, that was really yeah. cool. Yeah, that was the original uh, focus of it. Um, however, uh, as we kind of touched on a little bit before, uh, alcohol and and First Nations people is a very touchy subject. Mm -hmm. So uh, and then furthermore. The whole goal was to give to a uh, women's organization, and more specifically, an indigenous women's organization. And uh, a lot of breweries, we weren't the only one. There was like, I think, 40 uh, breweries, give or take, uh, involved. And um, a lot of us had, a, had issues trying to find an organization that would take money from an alcohol establishment. Because mm -hmm. uh, a lot of times women are there uh, either because of addiction or because they've been subject to somebody with an addiction to mm -hmm. drugs or alcohol. So um, the focus ended up being uh, hopefully to an indigenous uh, organization um, is what they, they what the, um, the mandate kind of was. Um, so w we ended up working with our, uh, the food basket once again on that. Um, but I really like the original cause. It's just unfortunate that, uh, I mean, we reached out to, I don't want to get into it. That we yeah. reached out to an organization. Uh, their board of directors didn't didn't really um, fancy where the money was coming from. So mm -hmm. I respect that, and that, that's cool. Um, what else did we do? We did a whole bunch of stuff. Well, on um, that, it, it's true because that's exactly why those are the conversations we were having. Because we were like, yeah. okay, it was like a weird situation where we're like, we want to increase diversity, and we want to put more money in the pockets of these communities that are sometimes leveraged but not getting to be part of the conversation or just in general we want to diversify the industry which means bringing everybody in mm. but then mm -hmm. we were like okay are we promoting drinking in an industry where in, in an industry in a community and several yeah. different communities under that where you know there is this touchy issue with it so it's like then are we promoters and doing a bad thing which is it was an interesting thing and then we yeah. were like and after these conversations and consultations we're like we would be more of a problem if we were like oh we're gonna cut you out of this this initiative because we don't want to you know we don't want to promote it where it's like no we still need we need like what you have we need owners we need we need people in this industry no matter what yeah and in the end we just hope that we continue to tread in the right way and come from an honest place and and you know, yeah keep it as respectful as possible right. but it's it's hard right. and i can't blame anybody for being like no we're not going to be a part of it like i get it completely, completely makes sense but yeah yeah like I have, a, I have a hard time even with things for for children. Um, mm. We've got we've got people have reached out to us like, uh, would you support uh, certain you know? Not I'm not talking like t-ball team or or some crap like that. I'm talking about like you know things that directly affect uh, child like children's upbringing and stuff like that. Uh, you know, for instance, uh, um, I don't really have an example off the top of my head. There is an organization on on in our community that I would like to work with. However, um, does it appear that we're kind of promoting alcoholism to the next generation mm. is kind of like my take on it. Um, that's fair. And, yeah. yeah. And, and, and like, <clears throat> I, I mean, Hey, that's, uh, I'm, I guess developing the next wave of customers, but I don't want it to, uh, I don't feel right about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe some people do, but, uh, <laughs> Um, I feel like cigarettes, like I, cigarette brands, it would totally be all up in there. They'd be like, yeah, yeah check. I don't even know what they're called. Teams. I don't even know any of the yeah. cigarette brands, Phil but yeah, they would be all up in all up in that. But it's funny because you want to do it from the good of your heart. 
but it's just yeah. the business that you're actually in is kind of like a sin, a sin yeah. business. Right, yeah. So, yeah I mean, you, you definitely, you definitely want to put shoes on, on kids' feet, you know, but, uh, um, you know, it, it's a, it's a tough situation to be in, you know, mm-hmm. you want to give them money, but, but, you know, yeah, oh, we're, not, we're not, we're not promoting it to them, but, uh, you know, what, what does it kind of, what's the message that kind of, that kind of gets there, you know? I'm not putting my logo on the shoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be but, a bit, uh, just a little picture of a pint. Yeah. yeah so that's going to yeah. start early. Maybe get the you kids, know. like, just hold it up. Yeah. Hold up a few cans. <laughs> smile. Yeah. Why not? It's true, though. You do it's, have to. I've never actually thought about that before, that there is a limitation there because normally, which is funny because you would do something from the good of your heart, but generally from like a corporate view and anything that's like, oh, we're being corporately, corporate social responsibility. It's like, Mm -hmm. we're doing it to market ourselves and we're just doing it because it feels good. It's tax write-off. It's not even feels good. It's tax write-off and that's our corporate checkoff box and we did something good. So in a place where like breweries are actually very community focused, it kind yeah. of sucks, and it's, yeah. it sucks because you actually just want to do good, but it does get deemed as like, oh, you're marketing to kids, or you're marketing beer to indigenous communities or things like that. I've never really thought about the fact that there's like this limitation there yeah. where you can place yourself, mm-hmm. even yeah. genu- like genuinely. Um, yeah, yeah, it's kind of rough. Maybe everyone needs a Holden Corp. <laughs> like a Holden Corp yeah. that's just like Kind of like lucky yeah. charity. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you know what? Stuff. I uh, at, at one point, I just felt like there was kind of a general lack of, um, of like, uh, of of organizations that would you know like that we money. can work with. Or um, that's crazy. So I, I, I've actually even considered doing my own sort of nonprofit organization, mm-hmm. uh, well, on behalf of the brewery. And basically, our initiatives, uh, any charitable initiatives, would feed that sort of kind of like you were talking about, like a holding company. You know, just like. Uh, we would just feed that one, and uh, you know, uh, from there we would we would pick and choose who we want to work with. And it's like, um, yeah, well, part of our money comes from alcohol sales from this other company who has yeah. donated graciously, you know, like uh, this amount of money. Mm-hmm. But um, and then yeah, so like it, we would kind of like work through another organization. But I'm like, um, yeah, that I mean, that's 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 this whole other ball game and. I, I need a second me, so um, to kind <laughs> of get this stuff too. off the ground. But yeah, um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, working with organizations such as as yourselves, I mean, this is um, that kind of like uh, negates my need to start something else. So, um, but uh, yeah, it, it's you know, getting getting um, getting it out there, and and then you know, getting the money in the right spot. And people being transparent about it is is always the tough part, you know, like um, the tough part that we've seen, you know, like sometimes you give money to uh, to an organization and you're not really sure what you just hope that they did something good with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that was the problem. That's how this sort of started. Like Jacob at St. Kiam didn't know where to put the money from their Black is Beautiful initiatives. And it was like, well, maybe we should do our own thing and make more impact because he wasn't comfortable with just take the money and then wipe your hands off it. So yeah. you know, it's, uh, I guess it probably helps having this organization, like it, it, it like overcomes the problems that you've had in the past where obviously this is specifically from the alcohol industry to bring people into it. Cause mm-hmm. you and I were talking today and essentially beer is manufacturing. It's like a, yeah, 
what we call a manufacturing job, even though we all romanticize it, it's still that's at its essence, that's what it is. Mm. Yeah. Um, and hospitality, of course. So that kind of, um, you know, it's not just that they happen to be a manufacturing plant that makes alcohol, but yeah, cool. At the end of the day, it's still, and there's a lot of careers that can come from this and that's what we're trying yeah. to do. And we all want to see this thing thrive because the people involved in it are cool. And it's not about, I mean, getting drunk is the side effect of well, the, the great products that we're drinking. I kind of wish I didn't I had better tolerance or whatever. Didn't get as drunk. So you could drink more <laughs> of this stuff. Like, there's just so many creative, it's like, it's art to me. And I know it is to you as a brewer, like it's, this is art mm -hmm. and it's, uh, it's a shame some folks feel like that, but I also completely understand it's, uh, you know, and, and that is the, the aim of, of doing all of this type of stuff and driving this awareness. Um, was there anything else we want to make sure we're in about the, the time issue? Was there anything else we wanted to make sure that we uh, touched on today with this one? Because I know we want to make sure we got that sort of story. We got the other initiatives that you're doing. I mean, is there anything you're working on now or um, anything else coming up? In relation to, to uh, link up or link up in like general, or just sort of like, is there opportunities coming up that maybe yeah, people hire, are you hiring? Yeah. Or anything like that? Uh, I mean, we're always we're always looking for for people, um, okay. front and back. So um, okay, good. So nice. That's good to know. Come is on that, Where do people find that? Is that <laughs> yeah? Where can people find it? Uh, we're uh, I mean, we're we're kind of old school in the sense that we use Facebook still. Uh, okay. We haven't done job postings <laughs> through TikTok or anything. But, um, uh, apparently it's a huge uh, trend. I only just found out about that's a huge mm -hmm. trend. And applying for jobs on TikTok is a huge trend. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, we're, uh, like right now, I'm sort of passively looking for somebody to handle our social media and marketing stuff. So if anybody nice. interested in that, uh, you know, and we're always looking for, for, um, for people up front, uh, waiters, waitresses, and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, I think we're all set up in the kitchen right now. Um, but yeah, uh, and then eventually, uh, probably in the summer, we'll, we'll, we might be needing somebody in the back in the brewery. So there's uh, nice. tons of possibilities down in, in Kahnawake. But um, uh, yeah, and in terms of, um, I got some ideas for to, to market this, this beer a little bit more. Um, like I said, the the main focus was really to get the message out there. That's why I really like the, putting the the mission statement on the can. Yeah. Uh, the it. can is also plain Jane uh, because I didn't want it to be a detraction from um, from the message as well. You know, like it, mm -hmm. obviously uh, we uh, needed to call it link up, but I think it was very important to put that kind of front front and center on that. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, you did for sure. They did a great job with that. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, like the, the, the website and the, the socials, you know, um, cause a lot more people might be, uh, maybe they don't want to read the, the message on my can, but they can definitely read it on your website. Um, so I think, I think that, you know, just getting the, the message out there. I know, uh, I definitely want to, uh, I was talking to, uh, to you, Craig about that today. I really, really want to push that locally as well. Mm. Um, to get, um, more people aware of, you know, where we're at. And, um, yeah, I mean, the, the other thing I, I just wanted to mention too, is, uh, I don't know how many people out there in, in the brewery and uh, the brewing world are doing that. Um, but, uh, at the CBA, so the Canadian brewing awards, um, back in September, they had a, uh, they had like a panel of, uh, women in brewing. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. I think like Jake and stuff were on there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Jake yeah. and, uh, um, 
and I actually got to 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 meet uh, Ren Navarro for awesome. the first yeah. time. Uh, Ren's great. I know she, yeah, she was uh, involved in the uh, Celebrating Sisters uh, um, collab that I talked about a little bit earlier. Yes, but um, and, and then they, you know they were kind of mentioning um, uh, you know to to make it uh, known that you're a safe space for LGBTQ uh, plus and uh, and and BIPOC you know, individuals. So, uh, we started doing, actually looking at, at, uh, our job postings and, um, including those on there, Good. um, yeah, that were, were safe space. So I think that's very important to mention as well. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that's I think that's, uh, that's about it. We have some other, we're, we're looking at doing a couple other, um, of those, uh, the, the collabs, the black is beautiful, brave noise, uh, right. in April. Um, so uh, Brave Noise just uh, announced that they're going to be extending uh, their um, their campaign, yes. and so we want to definitely uh, reach out to the Black is Beautiful too. We had that on our to do list for a while, but um, you'll be the fourth wanna... in Quebec. Uh, fifth or sixth now. I think there's a couple coming out, so um, oh, I don't want to burst anybody's just bubble. Did one. Foragers just yeah. did one. I think yeah. they were the fifth because Alafi were the fourth. So okay, then, yeah. if someone else, uh, you would be the sixth, which is great. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. I think that's, that, that's and really that's exactly one. what they said. Like Weather Souls, like, uh, we met with the owner there, Marcus. Uh, Marcus, and he was like, "Yeah, it's it wasn't this time constraint thing. It's like please do it at any time. Like please, yeah, sure when support right. it any time, whatever it makes sense for you. Exactly. Yeah. So that's really cool to hear. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like I really have a big appreciation to like San Kimbaro, who's done it a few times too, because mm -hmm. I find a lot of these things are flash in the pan uh, for for some, well, I, I don't I don't want to speak on, put words in the in certain breweries' mouths and stuff like that, but it's it's not a, necessarily a marketing vehicle. It's more of a lifestyle, you know? Yeah. Um, so like, uh, I mean, uh, you know, uh, for instance, when me and Craig were talking earlier today, it's just like, you know, can we do the link up beer again? Uh, and not necessarily be on the release list, or maybe do a release list and do a different beer altogether, you know? Yeah. Um, so, uh, and, you know, like, th that's the driver of, of the, the story, you know? Um, yeah. Obviously, like, uh, Black is Beautiful and Brave Noise have their own stories to tell, and I think that's, that's they're also important to very, to highlight those in their own in individual times. Mm -hmm. um, but, uh I definitely don't want it to be like a flash in the pan thing uh, for us. And, uh, um, you know, for, like when everybody did, what's the one with the rainbow there? Um, all, uh, all together. All together? Oh, yeah. oh the, the first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I understand why we don't need to do all together anymore because that was yeah. to help the restaurant industry and stuff like that. Um, however, it was like, I've just felt like everybody jumped on that train really fast. Yeah. And then there was a couple of other ones that were like, hello, everybody, we can do this all year round. Mm -hmm. For instance, Black is Beautiful. And I didn't really see too many people step up to that. You know, no, we, I, uh, yeah. I think altogether we had uh, like a buttload of them come yeah, out it was huge. Uh, in Quebec and well, uh, uh, around the world. But mostly in Quebec, we saw a ton of those. And then all of a sudden the, the you know, uh, Black is Beautiful. And for instance, Brave Noise, I think there was only uh, I want to say one that did it, you know. In was, Quebec? Uh, Sorry, I just said it so Yeah, in, in Quebec, like, Oh my yeah. gosh, really? There was three Black uh, is Beautiful. I thought Black is Beautiful was terrible. Oh uh, gosh. Yeah, no, uh, Brave Noise, I think it's only Overhop that did it. 
that I yeah, can Yeah, I didn't realize they were the only ones. And I, it's yeah, like the woman-owned diverse brewery, shocking. Okay, yeah, yeah. interesting. I mean, if it, uh, it fits, the, it fits. It fits yeah. the culture of the business. So wow. um, it would be surprising if it wasn't. But yeah, um, but yeah uh, just to say, I mean, we're guilty of it too. We didn't come out, we didn't do these collabs when, when it was. Yeah. yeah. It's got to make sense. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, uh, it was kind of strange times uh, during like the middle of the pandemic too, you know, like, uh, um, uh, yeah, it was strange times. <laughs> and it was, a stout. it was a stout in summertime. So I kind of understand why that one didn't work for everybody. Like maybe didn't fit there. And I think yeah. people in the Quebec maybe don't always understand that there's definitely a, um, you and I were talking about today, a, disconnect a bit of disconnect. Quebec. Yeah. And we have a yeah. lot of work to do in Quebec. That's why yeah. we're really sticking with it. And we're it's not great. Give up here. No, we're time. extra grateful for breweries like you, man. That like just get it and and yeah. helped us from before it was a thing and continue to push it and do all of these other initiatives that you absolutely yeah. don't have to do. And that yeah. is important. It means a lot to us because you don't have to do this. Yeah, I don't think you even right. have to be concerned of the timing of it at all. It's just that as it's long, important that you're doing it. It's already baked into your ethos already, just based on you know who you all are. But yeah, um, yeah you yeah. don't have to be too concerned with time. And I love that you want to be intentional about it. And just like what you were saying with Saint Kim, that's why Link Up exists, right? Is like Jacob didn't want it to be this flash in the pen. He didn't want it to make you feel like marketing. And so he mm -hmm. took it to like a whole other level and reached out to us was like, how do I make this count? Like, yeah. how do I make it yeah. here as yeah. link up? So, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. The other thing that was a strange time for us is that we we're actually a brew pub first. And then, mm. uh, and then all of a sudden it's like, uh, brew pubs closed. What do we do? We're, we're transitioning mm. into cans. So I think we're just trying to find our elbow out of our asshole. But, um, um, but yeah, it's like uh, now that we, I think we have a better grasp on that. <laughs> I was like, how does YouTube uh, look up? Be like, how does this work here? <laughs> but anyways, again, visuals. Continue. Man, I love it. <laughs> um, don't shelf your elbow. That's not, a, <laughs> no, definitely um, not the idea. <laughs> but um, yeah, so uh, I think now that we're in a we're in a better spot, better understanding of kind of like where we are as a business, now we can definitely uh, participate on you know uh for instance these i keep looking at the can as if you can see it sorry um, <laughs> um i was like why does he keep looking down there um <laughs> but um yeah it's, it's like uh, for us to be able to participate on a larger scale um you know because these cans will be able to travel um hopefully far and wide you know uh and not just quebec and ontario hopefully the 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 breweries in in ontario also have a, a fair amount of travelers and and reach that it's going to make it across the country, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, as soon as the borders don't suck and we have to hide in a hole for two weeks when we come back or whatever, like maybe we'll make it across the States. I don't know. But, yeah. um, yeah, it's, uh, but, you know, that's the, that's the whole thing. Like we're, we're excited to be part of, of these initiatives and definitely means a lot to, to us as a business, you know? Yeah, I love you, man. No, thank you, and thank you for participating. It's yeah, means a lot. It really and does. And for bringing it with like, obviously, all your beer is fantastic, but it it means a lot that it's just like, I don't know, you all brought something really interesting and cool and just delicious to this. So thank you. Yeah, right on. Yeah, we're super grateful. Um, so you are a bloody champion. So while we're at the end of this now, the things that we can say because this is going to come out just shy of two weeks after we do this, so all the things will be out. The 
bonus round of uh, Link Up because we're not going to do a podcast, so I will mention it. It's basically uh, going to be out next week from when we're filming it. But the uh, Saint Kian Baron is doing a Black is Beautiful, uh, their fourth time doing it, I believe, uh, for Black History Month, so a 2022 version of that for uh, for Link Up, so a Link Up collab. So that will be only now the the second beer after this glorious pomegranate pilsner that wasn't a, a hoppy beer or some sort of IPA mm-hmm. for uh, Link Up, which is great. So that is available right now. I hope if it didn't sell out already for those who were uh, watching and listening. And uh, Kanawaki and BOS have a collab dropping also next week. And, and, and Drew made a bit of an allusion to it. It's ridiculous, but it's fun. Uh, we were figuring out what to do for, for quite some time. We'd sort of had back and forth for at least six months. We just said, oh, we should do this. And then we kind of drop it. Then we pick it back up. And we're like, yeah, we're going to do this. So we ended up doing a smoothie sour that was modeled after an Australian, uh, I call it a biscuit, but a cookie called Monte Carlo, which is my favorite. It's kind of like a uh, like an Oreo-style sandwich cookie with like cream in the middle. So this kind of like vanilla cookie with a, I guess it's like a coconut and raspberry um, filling. And uh, Drew noted earlier to me, which we need to talk about after this, is a bit of a lemon tang in there, which I've eaten these yeah. cookies since I was literally a child and I never noticed it. And it's funny, yeah. as soon as Craig said it to me, I was like, oh, I could... You could see get it. That. I meant I to tell you, yeah. Jeff was like, yeah. oh, I totally get it. And then so I was like, I bet there's lemon either in the crust of it or like I looked the at the thing packet it. and it doesn't say. So the package doesn't say it, but then I looked up recipes on how to make them and people said yeah. lemons, you use lemon zest. So I was like, yeah. I, so it's probably like a pinch in there that they don't even mention, which you probably should for allergy reasons. But I bet, or at least if you're making it, that's how you mimic the taste of it. So I think yeah. you're, when you said that, immediately I was like, there is like a lemon thing in there. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's cool. it's really it's really fine uh, like uh it's really a small amount but it's really at the end of when you're eating that cookie mm-hmm. uh it's really the biscuit part of it too that that yeah. has that that's what i was thinking um, it's the biscuit it's something in there that's a that small, completely adds up though yeah it's very yeah. small and maybe that's like to cut a bit of sweetness or something in there i don't know but it is yeah yeah, yeah. i don't know australians are fucking weird but strange yeah. people isn't uh, it such a great cookie though Great, yeah. Thank you. yeah, it is. Great, it was you. it was great. And, and to Actually, be fair, I, Drew only I, I got gave... the cookie today, and you already made the beer. So you made the beer <laughs> off me telling you. Yeah. And now you've it. got to try it because we just didn't get around to getting them to you. So yeah. now you've tried it. And now I want to redo it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got those extra labels, so we can do a little video too with, with yeah. a few tweaks. So I'm super yeah. excited. So that beer is available. I don't know how long it'll be there for. Smoothies tend to kind of move pretty quick. So uh, go grab that one. Um, super fun. And, and I value you, bro, for, for just being willing to do some I mean, fun shit. Your face is <laughs> oh, you got it. it. There you go. Your that is hilarious. Look at that. Shelf of Bicky. If you're not sure what it, it is, should have check been Urban Dictionary. shelf of Bicky, honestly. You <laughs> even have pictures of the Bicky. Of the Bicky. Yeah, yeah, that is so, that is, the attention to detail is, is incredible. We're going to drink yeah. one of those after this. So we've got a little mashup Wait, in look the Look at drink. that, my... I and I love dropped. to get it. Well, I didn't, I didn't you drop, didn't drop it. it. There's a little story to this. It's great. But, uh, we can deal with that later. Y'all yeah, can check that, that out. Yeah. So um, we'll wrap this one up. Obviously, stick around. We'll chat after. Oh, let's take the thumbnail real quick. Oh, yeah. So hold up the link-up can, if you may, sir. There you go. You can, you can eat that. There you go. Hey, wait. Let me see if I can get it. I can eat it, too. Oh, that is stunning. Uh, Uncle Drew, where can everybody find Kanawaki Brewing online? 
so we just switched up all our handles because I watched uh, high season's uh, <laughs> wrap up of the year of where breweries did it right and wrong. Oh wow! So I just I just changed up our thing. It is actually Kanawaki Brewing because it used to be K Town Brew, right? Used to be K Town Brew. Nobody knows what the hell that shit is. So it's now <laughs> well Kanawaki done. Brewing. That's hey, I love that. I love that. <laughs> That deserves uh, an Oscar applause. I just want to put it out oh. there that that deserves an Oscar. <laughs> that's a Ricky joke. That was a Ricky. That wasn't the posh applause, but I'll still take it. But I love. Are you on the I posh one? I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm just joking. But I yeah. love that. I love that. Uh, yeah, KanawakiBrewing.com. Uh, you can order all our beers uh, online as well. If you're um, in a rush and you need to order in advance, you can always do that. Otherwise, just come down to the. Uh, to the brew pub uh we are open wednesday to sunday from uh eight to uh sorry noon to 11 like 8 uh, wow. on most nights and uh, uh yeah noon to yeah noon to 11 p.m on Amazing. most nights um and then uh yeah uh we're serving uh we got uh, we got 12 beers on tap that are constantly rotating we got a mess load of cans that uh, going on at all times um, we got our food menu as well that uh, a lot of people are not maybe aware of. And, uh, if you're looking for a day trip, you can actually eat. That's great. Yeah. Um, the pizzas are fine. And so good. Yeah. We still have those pizzas. Those They're so good. Great pizzas. And, uh, yeah, I mean, um, also check out my friends, uh, linkupbeer.org or link up on all the, uh, socials, link up beer, sorry, on all the socials. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, no, seriously, seriously, it's happening. If I knew you weren't working 80 hours a week already, I'd really think that you're auditioning for a job here. Um, yeah. And, and it's, uh, always, uh, nice to see you guys and, uh, 100%. and, um, you guys, you guys probably look way better than most people after COVID, so that's great. <laughs> we just been here doing nothing. Yeah, just nothing at all. Nothing. Um, I'm not gonna lie, the old uh, you know, this covers it, but you know. Yeah, block yeah. is the key. Thank you so much, though. I really appreciate that. <laughs> you guys probably have like little treadmills under your feet right now, just to keep no, you going. Just, just that, would be, that would actually be really that genius. Be good. Yeah, that's why the standing desks are actually probably yeah, great because then you're just like, I'm just gonna up walk down, all up down, up down. Yeah, yeah. I used to have a standing desk, and those are like flipping awesome. So definitely, maybe we should look at that. Yeah, we should look at it. Maybe not here because this place is tiny. But yeah, we fill the space. But yeah, yeah okay. I, like I love that. it. I like that. So that is perfect. Stick around. We're just going to wrap this up, and then we'll uh, we'll chat after. But uh, Drew, once again, thank you again, bro. Yeah, thanks so much. Appreciate everything you're Such doing. Such a good for conversation. The, uh, good to catch up. Yes, absolutely. It's yeah. been overdue. We yeah. do need to get down this, uh, this in, summer, in, the, in the coming months. Oh, we can go before summer. Yeah, this uh, commune order, a little bit of Uber. You know the vibes. There you go. Um, <laughs> So appreciate you guys. So make sure you go check out Kanawaki. Go grab the uh, the link up beer out there and everything else. Uh, Drew's haze is fucking a one. I'm mm. telling you, it's all phenomenal stuff. Um, guys, thank you for watching and listening. If you enjoyed the episode, smash the thumbs up. Hit subscribe below. Hit the notification bell Ding. so you know when the new new drops. Follow us on social media at Beer Was Podcast. Check out the long form audio. We go. I keep saying go live. We drop every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, so check out that Spotify, Apple Podcast for the uh, for the audio and give it a little little five stars and that little bad boy there helps us a lot. Tell us how much you love us. Exactly, and as Uncle Drew said, at Link Up Beer everywhere, LinkUpBeer.org. If you are looking for a uh, to apply for the program, is on LinkUpBeer.org. If you are a brewery, and this is to you as well, Drew. If you ever got any, we're putting together a drum board. We'll be dropping uh, in the, hopefully the coming weeks. I think we're just finishing up the technical side of it. Mm -hmm. We're trying to. Uh, 
take all the different job ads from different breweries and just put it all in one place so people can just go and find it all without having to dig around the internet. So uh, breweries, please message us on social, email us social at linkupbeer.org, which will hit me directly. Um, and we're going to start promoting all the jobs as much as humanly possible to uh, help diversify this wonderful industry that we love so much. So thank you guys for watching and listening. So this is the last episode of the Link Up series. We will be back probably in uh, June. I reckon the series three is like May, June. So uh, we'll be back then for that. But then we'll be moving back to the adjunct series with more ridiculous nonsense with amazing human beings. Guys, thank you again. Love you all. We'll see you in the next episode. Get in ya. Bye.